anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy 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 anniversary. Happy 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 anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy. I'm glad you didn't do a cut of the song. I don't know how to do 16 bars anymore. It's been too long. What the fuck is that? <laughs> wow, that was beautiful. Happy anniversary, baby. I can't believe we've made it. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is high. Mm-hmm. Love is love is love. We did it. A whole year. Literally, think about where we were a year ago. A different universe. And here we are. And we were just so overcome with not feeling connected to theater and our normal lives and our normal jobs and bored out of our minds. Like, I don't know about you, but I was just like getting high and binging fucking Tiger King and all these different things. And I feel like we found a way to actually find joy in the madness. Yeah. And I remember we actually first talked about doing the podcast at that restaurant in Little Italy before the pandemic even happened. We were like, wouldn't that be fun if we did that? And then when this happened, we were both at our parents just sitting there. We were like, should we just do it? I was very like, okay, we'll have 10 episodes ready to go out. And you were like, no, let's just record one and put it out. You were very much like, let's just do it. Think fuck for you. I would have still been hoarding episodes and never putting one out. Right. (laughs) A year later, like, I think we're ready. (laughs) We also were going to have seasons at one point. Remember, we were going to do like season one was going to be Broadway shows that were filmed and season two was going to be movies. We we dropped that quick. Yeah, I prefer this. I prefer this. Yeah, it feels like a part of my life now. Like, this is one of my jobs. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Also, I was thinking about how we did that first episode of Jekyll and Hyde three fucking times. We recorded it three times. And the third one that is the one that actually went out to the world is still really funny, which really kills me because during it, you feel so weird because you're like, we've literally had this exact discussion multiple times. Yeah, it felt so artificial. I knew what you were going to say about it. (laughs) (laughs) We found ways to make it different though. And like RIP to all the episodes that we started and then accidentally deleted or lost. We had a few of those, especially earlier on that we had tech issues shoes and we lost the episode and had to redo it and you know there were some funny things that we lost like I always remember this one time we were trying to do Irish accents and you were Russian and you kept being like top of the morning to your lady like (laughs) and that was lost and it was like fucking hysterical we were dying over it and I don't even remember what episode it was but um you know rest in peace yeah I remember there was two bad ones I feel like you had a glitch on one something happened with the computer and we lost and that hurt us and then there was one time I I didn't put my headphones in. <laughs> and we didn't notice till like an hour in. <laughs> and we had to do that one hurt too. There were a couple that really fucking stung. Oh. And we had to like stop doing the podcast for a few minutes and like take a breath and then like come back and like, <laughs> let's do it. I'm proud of us. We've had a lot of challenges and we've fucking persevered. All the tech issues, all the learning new things, the awkwardness of the sound at the start. But you know what? I went back and listened. It's not as bad as I thought. No, same. Like now it's crisp. We sound fucking good now. But even back then, it was still good. There's just like that little bit of excess fuzz. Right. Remember when I wasn't even going to get a microphone? Oh, yeah. It was a whole process. But we did it. We got here. One year. I can't wait to see what the next year brings us. I know. I don't know. I feel like this got me through the pandemic. Not that we're not still in a panty. But, you know, like things are looking up. And Uh it's really cool to have had this lovely thing we've worked on the whole time. So thank you to everyone who listened. Yeah, we love you. We fucking love you. Um, So this is pretty much a party for our anniversary. Yay. 
Yay. That's what this episode is. We're so happy <laughs> to have you here with us. We each picked five of our favorite moments from the year, and we're going to go through them. We have many smoke breaks interspersed throughout the episode and many special guest appearances. So, you know, enjoy the party. Enjoy listening to all your friends you've made through this podcast. It's like ultimate smoke breaks. There's so many. This is a party right now. Pace yourself, you know. <laughs> the pandemic's coming to an end. Summer's here. <laughs> we did one year. This is a celebration. When you edit this, I want fun party music <laughs> under us right now. I want this to be like a rave. Speaking of EDM, listen to our playlist. High Flying Adored presents Broadway in the Club. Spotify and Apple Music. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They got it. They got it. So how are we doing this? Okay, we are going to literally listen to a clip and you guys will listen to it as well. And we're going to just react and lose our shit over it, you know? Okay, I'm excited. Me too. These clips are in order from first episode to current. So there's only 10 of them. So obviously it doesn't span all 26 episodes, but these are some of the best of moments. And uh, I think you guys will love it. The first one comes from me. This is our very first episode. I just thought we had to have something from that original episode. Also in the ensemble is Miss Kelly O'Hara. Our queen. Uh-huh. Big fan of our show. <laughs> One of our sponsors. Huge fan Thanks, of the show. Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> Love you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and who does she play? What is it called? She's a cockle server. Sir, seller. Seller. <laughs> I always say that. When you say, when I think of a cockle server, I think of like Bubba Gum Street Company. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I think of a cockle server, I think of something very different. So I'm just like, Uh-oh. you know. <laughs> just Kelly like, cocks for sale? <laughs> Anybody like a cock today? <laughs> My God. That's uh, Tony Award winner, Kelly O'Hara's direct quote. Light in the piazza. Light in the <laughs> Pinyasa. <laughs> Pinyasa. We can cut some of that. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. I, okay, I picked this because I thought the first episode's iconic. But secondly, because this was like the moment I feel like I understood exactly what we were doing. We are telling you niche, ridiculous things about musical theater. Like the fact that baby Kelly O'Hara was in Jekyll and Hyde with fucking David Hasselhoff. And then just being fucking idiots. I still laugh over Cox for Sale and light in the piñata. Piñata. <laughs> this is our third time recording it, but we're still laughing legit at that. Legit. It's actually really cool from having done all this, how many weird things I've learned. I know so much weird shit about all these like Broadway shows and Broadway performers and all this shit. And like, I will never unknow that Kelly O'Hara plays a mean cockle server seller. Fuck, I did it again. Cockle. <laughs> <laughs> If we didn't do it three times, we wouldn't have had light in the piñata. Yeah, which Pin- is like piñata. our gift to the world. It doesn't even fit. It doesn't <laughs> even make sense. Like <laughs> Piñata. <laughs> Something else I love about our podcast is that we set up a lot of mysteries. Um, <gasps> yes, we did. It's sort of a true crime podcast. Some get solved. <laughs> some do not get solved. 95% And my number, don't. <laughs> 95% do not get solved or, or ever talked about again. <laughs> but this one sticks with me. So this is my first moment and let's give a listen. Then after, oh my God, you guys, we meet Warren. Wait, that's not his name, first of all. What is Warner. It? Warner? <laughs> yeah. Like Warner Brothers? Warner, yeah. <laughs> what I call Warren. Him? Oh, shit. <laughs> 
Warner. Warner. Just like I had a past with Andrea Rivette from last episode, I have a past with Richard H. Blake. Oh my God, tell me all about it. Okay, do you remember a few years ago, someone tried to climb, they did, they climbed up the New York Times building. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. this? Because it's like, the design's like a ladder all the mm-hmm, way up. Mm-hmm. And the crazy person like climbed all the way up and climbed over the roof and the police were there. Was that him? Well, I was, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Is you okay? I have no proof, but I think it's Richard H. Blake. <laughs> no, so I was passing on the street when it happened. Whoa. And I was watching it happen. And then I looked next to me, and standing on the street was Richard H. Blake. Did you say hi? It didn't feel like the right time. You should have been like, dude, isn't this crazy? Like, how to meet cute. Now that I'm telling the story out loud, and I'm stoned, I'm a little paranoid that it wasn't <laughs> him, but I'm almost positive. <laughs> Who's going to fact check that other than Richard H. Blake? And then he knows who we are. So that's nice. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, we shared that moment together. We both had our mouths open. We were gasping. Was he as handsome in real life as he is? Yeah, he looked great. God, he is. He's beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Listen, this was our Legally Blonde episode. This was episode two. We had barely any followers. It was just our close friends and family. I think now we need to put this out there again. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Richard H. Blake that needs to ask him like, dude, were you there or do you have a doppelganger? I think it was him. I'm almost positive it was him. No, it was him. It was him. (laughs) But I want confirmation. (laughs) That episode made me kind of obsessed with him because you calling him Warren the entire episode was so fucking stupid. (laughs) And I just like loved this idea that this bizarre moment in recent New York history you guys shared together. That connects you. Right. I'm so bad with fucking names. (laughs) What's the woman's name from Rent's Live? Oh. Is that one of your clips? It's not, but I thought about okay, it. Okay, great. Well, let's talk about it now then. What's her name? Kiala Settle is her name. Well, like, I called her Kalisa Matthews. It wasn't <laughs> even close. But like confidently. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kalisa Matthews is an amazing name though. Like that's my child. Kalisa Matthews. If I have a baby, little Kalisa Matthews. It could be anything. Kalisa Matthews, MD. <laughs> And welcome to the stage, Mrs. Kalisa Matthews. Yeah, Miss Universe, Kalisa Matthews. And the, the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hi, this is Lara Hayhurst. I was the special guest on episode 18, where we discussed the 2014 Annie movie. Just want to wish a huge congrats and happy one year anniversary to Mikey and Grace, my dearest friends who just kept us laughing and high as kites during this terrible pandemic. Also, a huge congrats to any of you who actually lit a match under your ass to try to get yourselves to shit. Bravo. All right, do you want to give a little uh, setup for your next one? Okay, this next one's actually yours. You picked so many early on ones. So to keep going in succession, this is number three, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. We danced, we hugged, I kissed her. Another mystery that I could not (laughs) figure out what happened here. Let's give a listen. One of my notes says, we danced, we hugged, I kissed her. What does that mean? <laughs> we danced. What did that mean? <laughs> we hugged, I kissed We danced, her. we hugged. It's so cryptic. I kissed her. The next one says, knee at one point. <laughs> What do these mean? <laughs> Babe, I could not help you with that. We danced, we hugged, I kissed her. What could that be? What, I wouldn't want, what could that be? I don't know. We danced, <laughs> we hugged, and I kissed her. Hashtag, we danced, we hugged, I kissed her. I don't know. <laughs> 
I love the amount of times you said it and the amount of different ways you said it. Like as though emphasizing a different word would like illuminate it in your mind. <laughs> That's what I do in my life. I repeat things when I can't remember it. Like if I am trying to memorize my lines and the line before, I'll say it in different ways thinking it'll spark what my line is. Does it work? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> also, that episode was so fun because fun fact, I was wasted. <laughs> no, I'm pissed about this. I'm still pissed. <laughs> Because let me tell you something. She couldn't get her hands on any marijuana. So she's like, oh, I'm going to drink for this episode. This bitch was tanked. Tanked. Like, I can't even explain it. I was like, oh, my God. And then she, this editing genius, sends back this episode. And she sounds so fucking good and clear. And I still sound loud and out of control. Listening to it, editing it was the best. Like, if you ever need a fucking like, oh, is this a little rock bottomy of you? Not that it was rock bottom. I just got too drunk and it was on, it was recorded. But like, if you need a fucking reality check, nothing gives it to you like doing that. I listened to it and hated myself. All I kept talking about was, why wasn't Donnie Osmond in Jekyll and Hyde? Yeah. I kept saying that. But that's terrible casting. Why did I think that was great? I was like, because he's so good looking and can actually sing and he's hot. What is wrong with me? <laughs> you know what, though? I would still pay to see Donny Osmond and Jekyll and Hyde. And David Hasselhoff in Joseph. Oh, God. Just a switcheroo. Actually, yeah. I would pay to see both of those. Imagine Hasselhoff like, I feel this. I feel smart. I am a walking work of art. Honestly, I think I'd pay more money to see David Hasselhoff in Joseph than I would like Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay to watch David Hasselhoff as Dear Evan Hansen. I, a picture of David Hasselhoff in what's his name? Ben Platt's wig in that movie <laughs> in Dear Evan Hansen. Similar. He knows how to work a wig, as we saw in Jekyll and Hyde. So. Actually, David Hasselhoff's natural hair is kind of like that wig. And I mean, flawed to begin with, so might as well just add more flaws. Exactly. I love okay, it. Okay, what's the next one? Okay, it's you again, baby. This was our first Q&A quiz moment with Quizmaster Jules. Oh my god. She's basically like the extra cast member of yes. High Flying Adora, the extra if host. If you didn't listen to her episodes, first of all, go back and listen. She is <laughs> my bestie and roommate and we thought we'd have her come in and be the judge for our trivia <laughs> standoff. And um, there was just a little bit of confusion with the scorekeeping. Let's take a listen. <laughs> All right, Jules, what's our score? Well, I have to add it up first. (laughs) Okay. So just give me a second. (laughs) Here's math song. Math, 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 math. Math, 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 math. Do it. Add it and subtract it. It's math. <laughs> oh, I love that song. I love singing anything to hair. Like it always. Oh, I didn't even know that was hair until you made that up. <laughs> we, I had no idea. I am a composer. I've never seen hair. Oh, shit. We need to change that. I know. Well, it's been a busy couple of months. Yeah, you've had a lot going on. Mikey's at 22. Okay, great. And Grace is at 30. What? Yeah. How? We only did three rounds. 10. Yes, there's 20. Oh, just no. Yeah. Oh, wait. That's not right. Fuck, you guys. Jules, you did this the most difficult way possible. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to do this real quick. Hold on. Okay, so 
So I have 11. Grace, you have four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, we both have 11. It wouldn't be high-flying adored if we did math well. Oh my god. The best thing ever is how on board you are at first. Yeah. With her being like, oh yeah, Mikey has 22. We did three rounds of five questions. <laughs> and you were like, that sounds right. <laughs> was fine with it. I was dying. I remember when she came on to read our tarot cards and she gave you all terrible things happening she to told you. me i was gonna die and i was gonna break up with my boyfriend and like <laughs> i was like oh my god she's like it's in the cards but like she was making up everything like she could have controlled all of it <laughs> but she was like it's out of my hands <laughs> also the original q a episode the quiz episode she goes why was rent live a failure or something like that and the answer what could have was saved? an opinion what could have saved oh, that's it that's rent it live <laughs> and the answer was understudies <laughs> misleading <Yeah. laughs> julia as quizmaster, the role she was made to play because nobody could make that funnier no nobody no it's it's gold she's freaking hysterical i love her so much love you jules not trying to be funny like she's doing her hardest to get through it and like figure it all out <laughs> and it's just a disaster <laughs> and literally like the moment she realizes she's like oh no yeah. like so real so genuine speaking of the honorary quizmaster jewels let her lull you into a beautiful lovely smoke break Hey there, High Flyers. This is Mistress Mademoiselle, also known as Quizmaster Jules, saying congratulations to Mikey and Grace on an incredible year filled with hilarious episodes. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of it. I love you so much, and I can't wait to quiz your asses again. Stay high. Bye. Okay. Number five. Yet again, you. What is it? You love our early episodes. What is it? This is from Love Never Dies, and it's the Wookiee noise. Listen, girl, I just want to know I love you. I can't believe I'm playing this again because <laughs> I'm so embarrassed by this. But <laughs> let's just say I got a little too cocky with my talents and underestimated <laughs> myself. Let's just give a listen. There's like um, a Chewbacca. Who is that? At first I thought it was a lion because the one woman I thought was like a lion tamer. But then I started to think maybe that person was, um, have you ever seen the movie Fur? It stars um, Nicole Kidman and uh, Robert Downey Jr. And he's a man that has fur basically all over his body. Oh, it's true? Well, I <laughs> I think that is like something <laughs> that can happen. Oh, wow. Wait, can you, I used to be able to do the Wookiee yell. Can you do it? No. I haven't done it. Years. Do it, do it. Oh, no. <laughs> do it again, do it I don't again. Think I do it. No, I can't no, do it anymore. To. I forgot. I have to practice. It's been so long. I used to be able to do it. Oh my god, I'm crying. Oh my god, moving on. <laughs> Girl. Oh my god, the best is the fucking sound you make after when you're like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> so confident that I could do that. Oh my god. I brought it up. It wasn't like, oh, can you do it? I was like, I can do the Wookiee. Uh, can you do it? I used to do it as when I was younger, yeah. Do you think it was good then? I kind of want to try it. <laughs> do it again, do it again, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too afraid to even try. <laughs> 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 Ooh, that was kind of good. Was it? I can do R2D2 better. Boop, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> 
RTD2 is also such a bitch, which I always love. Like, he's always saying sassy things. I know. I love RTD2. I love C3PO too. I feel like that's kind of us. But like, we're each a different one every day. Yeah, I agree. I also fucking die in that clip when you say, oh, it's true. (laughs) After I tell that story. Uh about that movie it's just such a funny reaction oh it's true (laughs) (laughs) you tickle me this is reason enough to have a podcast like anybody listening do you think oh i would like to have a podcast maybe but it seems like a lot of work fuck it it's so fun listening to your conversations with your friends and remembering the details of it all these things get lost over time right ours aren't we'll have these jokes recorded forever Yeah, that's beautiful. Children in the future could be listening to this on the moon, for all we know. (laughs) NASA, hashtag NASA. (laughs) Do you know, I was going to also put something in from the Love Never Dies episode, but I decided other episodes needed some love. But a special shout out to the cone-headed children of Love Never Dies. It just goes to show that Love Never Dies was probably the greatest decision because that show is just so fucked up on so many levels and so strange and funny. Yeah. Thank you, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Honestly, thank you, Andrew Lloyd Webber. So many of these shows have been Andrew Lloyd Webber. I hope he never stops. I don't think he will. I don't want him to. I want a Vita 2. I want... A Vita 2. She's dead. A prequel to Starlight Express. Um, You know, he's premiering his version of Cinderella. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, I listened to some music from it, and it is pretty cute, but I am a little like, do we need another version of Cinderella? We don't. But at the same time, we do. Hello, Grace, Mikey, and the High Flying family. Congratulations on your first anniversary. Love you both so much and love the show and what you're doing. My wish is that in a few years, we're gonna see your opening numbers becoming a full-on production made for each show with a song and a dance, and it's gonna be fabulous, just like, like you both. So here's to many, many more years and many, many more anniversaries, your reefer madness friend, Mir Kitara. Okay, number six. This is one of my moments, and this is another mystery that never got solved that I would like to put the word out again because I want it to be solved for my own peace of mind. This is our Halloween spectacular. This is the story of Wiggy Westy. Okay, well, I have definitely given out my dad's optimum password to a lot of people throughout the years. Like friends, acquaintances. It's just like on your business card that you give to everyone. Well, if you're like at someone's house, you want to watch something, and they're like, oh, I don't have that. I'm like, well, okay, just put this in. And then they have it. You know what I mean? Like you don't think to be like, oh, can you log out? Like you just don't think that. Yeah, no one does that. So it's out there. And I, the other day, HBO Max became a thing and I wanted to enjoy it. <laughs> I downloaded the HBO Max app, and when I get in there, I find that someone else has already made an account. You know, like on Netflix, you have like everyone's names. Well, there was already an account made by this person called Wiggy Westy. And I'm like, uh, who the hell is Wiggy Westy? How does he have my dad's optimum? Like, is this person after me? What's happening right now? Why did they use your dad's optimum? Like, what did they get from that? I'm guessing like my friend gave it to someone else. And like, I, I don't know. But did your dad have an HBO account? If you, like, if I go onto, like, HGTV, I can type in my dad's optimum, and then I can watch it. Oh, it's one of those, I see. Yeah. Wow, that's shady of Wiggy Westy, though. Let your friends know if you're mooching off of them. I mean, they made their own account. Like, they were, like, logged in. Like, they used, like, and they had it. There is an email. It's, no kidding. But, um, they, 
I, I mean, I can't imagine Wiggy Wessie's this person's real name, right? Who is Wiggy? I don't know. So, like, for a couple days, I logged into the guest one. And then I was like, wait, why am I using the guest on my dad's optimum? Well, Wiggy Westy here gets his own <laughs> private profile <laughs> where he's lounging watching John Oliver every night. John I'm Oliver. like, what the hell? <laughs> I changed all the passwords to the optimum, to HBO Max. Well, then we're really stoned. We're stoned out of our minds talking about Wiggy Westy. And Quizmaster Julia goes, I don't know, something about it sounds familiar. Like I've heard it before, Wiggy Westy. And now she's freaking me the fuck out. Cause I'm like, what do you mean this sounds familiar? You've heard Wiggy Westy. You know Wiggy Westy from somewhere? Like, <laughs> what do you mean it sounds familiar? I'm like freaking out. And like from what? I've never heard those words from together what? ever. So then she leaves my room that night and she's carrying pizza boxes and she's walking down the hallway and she hit, the pizza box hits one of the picture frames on the on the wall <laughs> and it starts swinging and it starts going and the lights are off in the hallway so she can't see she just hears that sound and she's just screaming at the top of her lungs in the hallway like Wiggy Westy <laughs> so do you think Wiggy Westy's a ghost I think it's a human with a spiritual entity <laughs> <laughs> like a, a possessed human yeah ooh and then Wiggy can be like listen it's not me it's the demon that possessed me he just loves exactly. watching John Oliver and then you're like nah, I get it right right so if anyone has any information on Wiggy Westy, hit us up at the email, highflanador at gmail. <laughs> also, Wiggy Westy, if you're out there, please contact us. We won't be mad at you. We would just love a mystery to be solved. Don't let this be another unsolved mystery that I have to watch at night on Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my God. That's a fucking classic. I can't believe Wiggy Westy didn't make my list. I completely forgot about him. How can I forget about Wiggy? I can't believe nobody's been like, it was me. We still don't know to this day. I wonder if we ever will. Like, this is the secret they'll take to their grave. The unfinished business that we'll haunt people about. Like, who's Wiggy? Wait, was that the original music under it that we had when it was the episode? <laughs> so good. <laughs> I love when we do themed episodes. I feel I can have more fun with those things. The Halloween uh -huh. one was iconic. Literally, when the right. thunder just played, you got legitimately scared. I jumped. Okay, next one is another from me. This is from our High School Musical episode. And this, for me, I continue to die over. And it's the football Tonys. <gasps> okay. Like she just goes the fuck off constantly. How do they talk to her? And she's one of those like annoying people who like pretend they don't know anything about sports. Like when they call the Super Bowl the the, the football Tonys and like shit like that. And it's like we get it, okay? You don't like sports, but you know it's called the Super Bowl. Like calm down. Like what the fuck? Football Tonys? Has someone said football Tonys before? Yeah. No. I don't know. You're joking, football Tonys? It's too much for me. Like. We get you it. know now every Super Bowl we're gonna celebrate the football Tonys. Football Tonys. <laughs> That's so stupid. So she's just that person. Yeah. I die over that every fucking time. Mrs. Darbus was always iconic to me, but now I literally think about her all the time since we started this High School Musical journey. She's iconic. I fucking love it. Also, she's the best. This is the episode I left my air conditioner on the whole episode. You can hear it in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
forgot about that. It doesn't sound too bad. Another thing we had to learn. It's all growing pains, you know? Yeah. I like want to be Mrs. Darby. Oh, you will one day. I think we both will one day, honestly. <laughs> oh my God. We'll just fuse together and be one elderly crackpot. Hey guys, it's Courtney from First Date the Musical. I just want to send a huge fucking shout out to you guys and a huge congrats for your one year. I love you guys so much and you were the best first date I've ever had. Okay, number eight. It's from you. It's a lovely episode where we covered Liza with a Z Mm -hmm. with the lovely Solomon. This is where you discovered you're colorblind. Listen, this is sexy. She's in that red short leather little cocktail dress. Is that a cocktail dress? It's pink. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Are you colorblind? Wait, I actually just took a test last week and they said I wasn't, but now I'm like... (laughs) Maybe. It was like pink pink? Yeah. Yeah, like hot pink. Oh. Maybe we're colorblind. What do <laughs> we really know? I really thought it was red, like fire red. No. Oh. I can't believe I'm colorblind. <laughs> I have to live this like this now? I have all these lights in my room. Do I even see what color they are? Is that why you hate them? Because they're different colors and I see them? I think that's it. <laughs> I think we just figured it out. <laughs> How has this affected your life? Do you think you're colorblind? I don't know. Girl, listen. I've taken many tests now after this episode. And some say I am indeed colorblind. And some say... I am not indeed colorblind. So I don't know. <laughs> colorblind light. How, how do I figure it out? There's no like eye doctor. Oh, there are eye doctors. There are no eye doctors. <laughs> also, remember when Solomon kept referring to Bob Fosse as Bob? You know, when Bob, like they were old buddies. The way he would just interject with stone cold facts when you were like, is it leather? He was like, it's pink. Yeah. Like that was the funniest transition ever. He was just so matter of fact and so funny. That's pretty much our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> this reminds me, have you? You watched Halston? No. What is it? We have to fucking discuss it. It's the show on Netflix, a Ryan Murphy biopic series about the designer Halston who did all of Liza Minnelli's clothes and they were like best friends. So Liza Minnelli's a character on the show and Krista Rodriguez plays her. Oh shit. And recreates things from Liza with a Z for all these different things. It's incredible. It's so fucking good. How many episodes is it? Uh, like 10. Not a lot, but really good and definitely bingeable. Okay, great. I was dying. I was like, I'm obsessed with Liza with a Z and now I literally get to watch a Broadway star that I adore, Chris mm-hmm. Rodriguez. Redo it. Yeah. So cool. Oh, okay. I'm going to watch. Hey, Mikey. Hey, Grace. It's your sister, Kate Burns, a.k.a. Dolly Longlegs. And I just wanted to say congratulations on this incredible milestone of this beautiful podcast. I love listening to the episodes as they come out. And in particular, I want to thank Demonica Geller and Stanley Tushy for having me on episode number 21, all about the movie, The Masterpiece Burlesque. I had so much fun chatting about Christina Aguilera's wig and Cher's tits. And, you know, I just wanted to thank you so much for the important work that you're doing in the world and thank you for shedding light on the very difficult and controversial issue of singing in burlesque. I really appreciate being able to open up about this. So take a hit for Mikey, take a hit for my sister, y'all, and just keep chilling. I love you all. Number nine is a longer one, but I just had to include it. This is from the Annie episode. I fucking loved this episode because Laura had so many cool stories to tell, but this one fucking killed me. And it's just about dead mice at the Long Acre Theater. Okay, I'm ready. 
<laughs> Do you ever work with like scary animals like snakes and stuff? Yes. Actually, funny you mentioned that in You Can't Take It With You starring Rose Byrne. I was on the show because I was the animal handler and there's kittens and you can't take it with you. And like that was the best job ever. I was Amazing. so thrilled to be hired. And there is a snake in the show, but it doesn't do anything. It's just referred to. Mm-hmm. Like it's the patriarch's snake in a cage back there. And in this production, the patriarch was played by James Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. And one day in rehearsal, because he's named James Earl Jones, he was like, <laughs> I, I think the snake should be real. And they were like, whatever you want, James Earl Jones. So wow. the next day, Bill was like, how do you feel about snakes? And I was like, snakes and kittens doesn't sound like the best right, combo right, to right. me. But like what other Darth Vader wants, Darth Vader gets. Yeah. So all of a sudden, Grace, I was a snake handler. That's cool. You have to feed it? Yes. And I, okay, so here's the thing about snakes. I don't know if you know this, but they poop like once a week. And so I would have to feed the snake after the Sunday matinee with hopes that it would shit before the Tuesday night performance. Mm-hmm. Because like, again, I don't know if you've ever smelled snake shit. No. What is it like? What's the consistency? Oh, gross. I mean, they eat a mouse and then it travels down their body and when it comes out like it's still a little mousey. Ew! So is it the consistency is, it is mousey? Or is it like a bird shit where it's like both. It's actually there's a lot of bird shit properties but there's like chunks in it. Wait where does it come out? They have a little <laughs> slit near their tail. Is it at the bottom? It's a cloaca. Yeah it's at the bottom of their tail. Yeah. <laughs> and Holy like, shit. Literally and so I was like okay so we had to feed the snake Sunday <laughs> matinee so that would hopefully shit before the Tuesday night performance because if it shit on stage while they were doing the show it's over. like everyone puke like it, the smell is so bad the audience would smell too the snake shit smells so bad oh wow. my god the snake we used we had two of them that I would like alternate this one snake would like just always shit on stage he had performance anxiety right yeah that was probably the weirdest animal I've ever worked with how did you feed it I could never feed a snake a live mouse so I mm. would like go buy already dead frozen mice and thaw them in a bowl of water. Where do you buy dead mice? You can buy them at Petco. Ew. Any oh yeah, that makes sense though. Of your Why choice. do you want to know that? I just want to send you some. <laughs> just for funsies. So you'd put in a bowl yep. and put the bowl in there? I would, no, I would defrost the mouse like in the microwave of the green room oh. of the Long Acre Theater. Where James Earl Jones microwaves his tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You're microwaving dead mice. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh my god. <laughs> it kills me to think of the weirdest shit happening in these Broadway theaters that nobody's thinking about but happen behind the scenes. It's so funny the shit you don't think about. There are people microwaving dead mice in Broadway theaters. I have never thought about snake shitting before in my entire life. Like how they shit. We got into it. You see bird shit but you're never like oh that's snake shit. You know what I mean? You never come across snake shit. I also like can't get over how funny the concept is of me sending you frozen dead mice. Like just in a box. You're like why do you want to know that. I just want to send you some. <laughs> I love that you also asked Laura where you can get dead mice and she answered and you went, ew! <laughs> I think that was like Petco. <laughs> <laughs> 
it disturbs me how easy it is to buy dead mice. I know, baby. That is weird, don't you think? Yeah, listen, don't ever go to the Petco on 92nd Street. Oh, but tell me more. Well, all my fish are dead. I have no more fish. <laughs> I got rid of the tank. I don't even want to look at the fucking tank. It's in the closet. I'm so sorry. I'm I got laughing. this. My roommate Tiffany gave me this wooden elephant light lamp to put where the fish tank was because I needed something there. How long did these fish last? Not long. And I got different kinds oh of God. fish. Anyway, but also when I went to this Petco, there were hamsters running on the floor. Those were mice. Those were rats. No, it was a hamster. <laughs> he got free. He's going to go like to the underground. It was crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you know, I don't have any reason to go to a Petco, but now I kind of want to. You don't want to go to this one. It was a nightmare. <laughs> and there was no AC. It was hot. Your nightmare is a hot room with hamsters running around. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nightmare. That's my Saw movie. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. This is my final fact. This is the final fact. Oh, I'm saying fact. <laughs> this is the final clip. <laughs> and the reason I said fact, it's a celebration of how terrible your fun facts tend to be. Honestly, thank you for saying that. Every episode, there's at least one that I don't understand. <laughs> that you have zero clarification for and that you yourself don't understand. <laughs> and this one was fantastic. This one was from uh, the burlesque episode. So let's listen. A third eye allows sea turtles to sense when the seasons change. Did that just start in 2010? Or like we found <laughs> out? I actually just took a picture of the title. <laughs> I like the idea that they just developed it in 2010, though. Yeah. They're like, we need an upgrade, y'all. Like, <laughs> evolution. It's weird. Science is weird. <laughs> they have a third eye? Where is it? Well, aren't third eyes metaphorical? Yeah. So, so they we don't, don't actually have a third eye. <laughs> yeah. They have a, um, a sixth sense, if you will. <laughs> so I don't really understand this fact. <laughs> so turtles know when it's winter, pretty much, what, what they're saying. <laughs> well, those are my facts. <laughs> Solid. That was 2010 in a nutshell. Intriguing, beguiling, and full of pseudo-information. <laughs> This one just popped out at me because we were just all like, okay, like. <laughs> no information, nothing. If anything, your facts just cause questions. Yeah. <laughs> just intriguing question section. <laughs> uh, I still don't know what that what that's about. Do you know though, I never look them up after. No. I'm never like, oh, let me see. Like I almost enjoy the mystery. I don't even remember them after to be honest. Yeah, well, it's hard. They happen at the start and then we'd literally just continue to get more and more high for like an hour and a half. Exactly. Up to three hours sometimes. We have some long ones. We have some long episodes. We've been good lately. We've been good. Hey, it's Solomon from the Liza with a Z episode. Stopping by for a quick smoke break and to say happy anniversary to High Flying Adored. Now get back to the show because you don't want to miss anything. This is the only relationship I've ever had that's lasted a year. No, that's not true. I did have a co- No, that's not true. <laughs> Your ex is going to be like, I meant nothing to you. Right. <laughs> okay. Should we do like an ultimate kill, fuck, Mary from our first year? Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay, wait. I have mine. Okay, let me hear it. Kill, fuck, Mary. Ultimate anniversary one year edition. Okay. <laughs> Mrs. Darbus from High School Musical. Okay. The drama teacher. The Chewbacca from Love Never Dies. And David Hasselhoff. Okay, I'd probably sleep with David Hasselhoff. He'd be fun. Yeah. 
yeah, I couldn't sleep with the Chewbacca. I don't even like hearing back sometimes. So that would just be <laughs> too much. Plus, you couldn't communicate. Right. You don't speak his language. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I think I'd marry Miss Darbus and we can start like a theater together. Oh my God. That does help with you and I becoming her jointly. Exactly. And I think I'd kill Chewbacca Man. That's sad. Yeah. Okay, let me think of one for you. Okay. 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 I'm doing Legends. Liza Minnelli oh, and Liza ooh. with the Z, Cheetah Rivera <gasps> and Pippin, uh. or Mariah Carey from the Mariah Carey Christmas Special. <laughs> <laughs> Which diva? This is fucking awesome. <laughs> are you putting? <laughs> I would marry Cheetah Rivera easily because I just feel like she'd be so chill to live with. She wants to do her own thing. She's fucking hot, independent. She's still fucking fierce. I'd love it. I could never kill Liza, so I would fuck her. Yeah, you would. I thought about marrying her, but I don't know if I always understand her. Like, you know, when you watch interviews with her and she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And she'd be alive. Yeah. And I would have to kill Mariah because I'm afraid of her. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I'm afraid to be in a relationship or fuck her. Like, what if she yells at me i couldn't deal with that yeah i love that (laughs) but i love her and like we'd give her we'd put her in like a pyramid like we would give her like a real great send-off like the queen she is great answers i agree with all that thank you oh man the christmas special was good so fucking good we did two christmas specials we did we were greedy do you remember when i was like we should do once a month a disney movie and you were like well we only have two episodes a month because we do every (laughs) two weeks that would be every other episode is a disney movie oh my god why (laughs) haven't we done any disney yet well i guess Muppet Christmas Carol is like kind of in there, but we Mm. need to get on our Disney shit. I know. Because you know what? So much of it's so good. Yeah, that's why. It needs to be kind of bad. It needs to be like the sequels, like Pocahontas 2. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wheels turning. Stay tuned for year two. We got some exciting things coming. (laughs) Guys, it just gets better with us. And at the very least, you can expect to feel like you have your life together when you listen to us. Yeah. And you know, while we're partying and celebrating the podcast, let's keep this party going. And why don't you uh, head on over and subscribe and rate and review us. Yeah, yeah. Like us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Talk Mm -hmm. to us on there. I met so many cool people on Twitter. You're an ace on Twitter. I don't know what that means, but you're like hot on Twitter. You're really good at it. Oh my God. (laughs) You talk to so many people. I'm hot on Twitter. Yeah. An ace. An ace. What are words? (laughs) Okay, on our way out, we're gonna give you something really special that we just had to include. This is both of our poems to each other from our Valentine's special. They're beautiful. So enjoy. We love you. Thanks for chilling with us. Yeah, just keep chilling. We We love love you. (laughs) Cue romantic lute music. I hope I don't cry. (laughs) I hope you do. I'm gonna hit my my pen before you start. You're the weed-smoking phantom to my Christine. Collecting cone-headed children with you is my dream. I'd scream your name in the Greek countryside. So glad we met doing Jekyll and Hyde. (laughs) If you had three boobs, I'd buy you a bra. You'd be so hot like Joan Collins as the wife of Potiphar. If you climbed the New York Times building, I would be your spot. You teach me so many facts that usually are not. If David Hasselhoff was here, I'd still choose you. You're my jellical choice, 
my bestie, my boo. Happy Valentine's Day to my podcast partner in crime. May your weed be strong and your drinks sublime. Hey! Did you get every show in that? No, it's like half of them. Some of them I really couldn't think of anything. I wanted Kalisa Matthews. It just didn't work. I wanted to put yeah. in dick jokes with the Toxic Avenger. It didn't flow. Didn't work, yeah. Yeah. That was beautiful, baby. I mean, every <laughs> word, even especially the bit about the three boobs. <laughs> three boobs. <laughs> okay, are you ready for mine? I'm ready. I'm so nervous. It's called Grace. Aww. Oh, mine was untitled. I like that, though. <laughs> this is a poem about an angel named Grace. Aww. Excuse me for a second if I get red in the face. <laughs> she came into my life when I needed her most, and I thought, ooh, a podcast she must host. <laughs> her gorgeous black hair comes down in a whirl, and her ears are always there for me to discuss Gossip Girl. <laughs> Her, her smile is more stunning than mace to the face. And her eyes hold more mysteries than the John Benet Ramsey case. Oh my god! <laughs> Mikey! Conrad Birdie says there is still a lot of life to be living. <laughs> so let's light the bong, take a shot, and just keep chilling. Oh my god! You fucking killed it. Did you love it? I love it so much. Oh my god. It's so good. Happy Valentine's Day. High Flying Adored is hosted by us, Mikey and Grace. It's produced by us, Grace and Mikey. Special thanks to Andy Mowat for our kick-ass theme song. Please rate and review us on whatever platform you're streaming the song. While you're at it, please follow our Instagram, High Flying Adored. That's flying with no G. Email us at highflyingadoredpodcast at gmail.com. We, we love, love you. you. We love you. Thanks for listening. We love you.